Hello and welcome to Evening Prayer for Monday the 22nd of June. Once again at the end of the day we gather together, bringing our prayers with the prayers of all God's people and with the saints in glory. As we offer thanks for this day, we bring our confessions for our sins and we bring to God those in need in our world. Be swift, O God, to save us. Come quickly, Lord, to help us. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing psalms to your name, O Most High. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Recognising that we find it hard to do what is right, but easy to stray from God's path. We come now to confess our sins. Most merciful God, we confess to you before the whole company of heaven that we have sinned in thought, word and deed and in what we have failed to do. Forgive us our sins, heal us by your spirit and raise us to new life in Christ. Amen. So friends, hear and take to heart the good news that if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just and will forgive our sins, and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. Thanks be to God. Cry out to the Lord all the earth, serve the Lord with gladness, come into his presence with songs of joy. Be assured that the Lord is God. He has made us for himself, we are his own, his people, the sheep who feed on his pasture. Come into his gates with thanksgiving, enter his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Truly the Lord is good, his love endures for ever and from age to age he is faithful. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be for ever. Amen. And a prayer for the evening. O God, in whom there is no darkness, with whom the night is as the day, enlighten us by your presence that waking or sleeping we may dwell in your peace. In Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And our psalm for this evening is Psalm 49. Hear this, all you peoples. Listen, all you that dwell in the world, you of low or high degree, both rich and poor together, my mouth shall speak of wisdom, and my heart shall meditate on understanding, I will incline my ear to a parable. I will unfold my riddle with the liar. Why should I fear in evil days, when the malice of my foes surrounds me? such as trust in their goods and glory in the abundance of their riches, for no one can indeed ransom another or pay to God the price of deliverance. To ransom a soul is too costly. There is no price one could pay for it so that they might live forever and never see the grave. For we see that the wise die also with the foolish and ignorant they perish and leave their riches to others. Their tomb is their home forever, their dwelling through all generations. 
though they call their lands after their own names. Those who have, have, have honour but lack understanding are like the beasts that perish. Such is the way of those who boast in themselves, an end of those who delight in their own words. Like a flock of sheep they are destined to die, death is their shepherd. They go down straight to the pit, their beauty shall waste away, and the land of the dead shall be their dwelling. But God shall ransom my soul. From the grasp of death he will take me. Be not afraid if some grow rich. And the glory of their house increases, for they will carry nothing away when they die. Nor will their glory follow after them, though they count themselves happy when they live. And praise you for your success. They shall enter the company of their ancestors who never more see the light, those who have honour but lack understanding, are like the beasts that perish. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. And our other reading is from St Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 9, verses 1 through to 18. That's Romans chapter 9. Verses 1 to 18. I am speaking the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience confirms it by the Holy Spirit. I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart. For I could wish that I myself were accursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my own people, my kindred according to the flesh. They are Israelites. And to them belong the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the worship and the promises. To them belong the patriarchs, and from them, according to the flesh, comes the Messiah, who is over all. God bless for ever. Amen. It is not as though the word of God had failed. For not all Israelites truly belong to Israel, and not all of Abraham's children are his true descendants, but it is through Isaac that descendants shall be named after you. This means that it is not the children of the flesh who are the children of God, but the children of the promise are counted as descendants. For this is what the promise said, About this time I will return, and Sarah shall have a son. Nor is that all, something similar happened to Rebekah when she conceived children by one husband, our ancestor Isaac. Even before they had been born or done anything good or bad, so that God's purpose of election might continue, not by works but by his call, she was told, The elder shall serve the younger. As it is written, I have loved Jacob, but I have hated Esau. What then are we to say? Is there injustice on God's part? By no means. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I will have compassion on those I have compassion. So it depends not on human will or exertion, but on God who shows mercy. For the, for the scripture says to Pharaoh, I have raised you up for the very purpose of showing my power in you, so that my name may be proclaimed in all the earth. So then he has mercy on whoever he chooses and he hardens the heart of whomsoever he chooses. 
Thanks be to God for those words today. Amen. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Saviour who has looked with favour on his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me and holy is his name. God has mercy on those who fear him from generation to generation. The Lord has shown strength with his arm and scattered the proud in their conceit, casting down the mighty from their thrones and lifting up the lowly. God has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has come to the aid of his servant Israel to remember the promise of mercy, the promise made to our forebears, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. So we come now to our part in evening prayer where we bring to God the concerns of the world, the people that live in it and the church to which we are called. During these prayers there will be a chance for you to bring those things that concern you particularly today to God. You can do that out loud or in silence. And as I said, there will be a period of about 30 seconds of silence deliberately left in these prayers. So let us pray. Christ, through whom all things were made, sustain all creation. Christ, exalted in the lowest and the least, give us humility. Christ present in the poor and the oppressed, fill us with compassion. Christ forsaken in the hungry and the homeless, minister to them through our hands. Christ present where two or three are gathered, be known among us. Christ present in word, sacrament and sign, grant us your peace. And so loving God, we bring to you the world in which we live. We bring to you nations and communities torn apart by war and conflict. We bring to you societies riddled with division. Societies where some have so much, but many have nothing. We bring to you all in our world who are fearful. Fearful of global political events, fearful because of the pandemic or fearful because their life is normally full of fear. We pray for the victims of injustice. We pray for all today who struggle with illness or infirmity. We pray for those who have just received difficult diagnoses. We remember before God those who care not just those who are paid in page rolls, but the many voluntary carers, young and old. We pray for all who will go hungry this night, for those who have no home, asking for God's forgiveness that we find it so easy to walk past and ignore them. We pray for all who are facing or have faced the loss of their livelihood. And all who are wondering at the uncertainty of a difficult future because of economic factors. 
and we pray for your church. Your church throughout the world, celebrating, giving thanks in myriad languages, cultures and places where your church has found expression. We pray for the church where it is persecuted. But we remember also with sadness those groups of people who are belittled and persecuted by those who claim to act in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray for our churches and chapels as once again we face an adjustment as the road back to gathering together in our buildings begins. But we pray that we might not glory solely in the things of the past that we might recognise that the Holy Spirit blows through us with fire and water and wind. That the Spirit of Christ continually calls us forward to make his love known to a world so desperately in need. And today we pray for Christians in the Pacific, praying for the Methodist Church in Eotaroa or New Zealand and the Uniting Church in Australia. And closer to home we pray for the Nottingham and Derby district of the Methodist Church of Great Britain and their chair, the Reverend Lorraine Meller. We remember before God all that we have been asked, all those people that we've been asked to pray for and situations that have been in the news. We continue to pray for Val, for Terry and Helena, for Brian and Caroline, for Hazel's family, for Deacon Gloria's family. Remember the victims of the stabbing in Reading. All in the community have been affected. And we pray that the love of Christ may conquer any ideologies of hatred. And as Christ commanded us, we also pray for the one who is alleged to have carried out the stabbings. And in a period of quiet, we now bring our prayers to God for those people, places and situations that weigh upon us this day. And you remember before God all who have died in the faith of Christ, whether that faith is known to God alone or to many. And we pray that God will bring us with them to the fulfilment of his heavenly kingdom. And we bring all these prayers in and through the name of Jesus Christ, our Saviour. Amen. And as our Saviour taught his disciples, we pray, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. 
O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that both our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that, by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Saviour. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord our God, at the ending of this day and in the darkness and silence of this night, cover us with healing and forgiveness, that we may take our rest in peace, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And the blessing of God, creator, sustainer and redeemer, be with you. Be with those that you love and be with those that you struggle to love this day and always. Amen. We will lie down in peace and take our rest. For you alone, Lord, make us dwell in safety. And may the souls of the faithful, through the mercy of God, rest in peace and rise in glory. Amen. <laughs>